الحمد لله وحده والصلاة والسلام على من لا نبي بعد أما بعد الله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يا أيها الذين آمنوا اذكروا الله ذكرا كثيرا صدق الله العظيم Yesterday we were talking about making zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the goal was to be making zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala all the time. And three ways of making zikr of Allah ta'ala. One is to make zikr with your tongue. One is to make zikr with your heart. And then third is to make zikr with both the tongue and the heart. Both the tongue and the heart. Hmm? So yesterday night I explained to you different ways of making zikr with the tongue. La ilaha illallah. Tahleel, some tasbih, number two, some istighfar, number three, some salawat, the root reef, number four, making duas, number five. In tilawat to Quran, in any case, is something we already spoke about in the main beyond, but strictly speaking, that is also a type of zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, tilawat to Quran, number six, the six things that a person has to use their tongue to remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now, separate, I will tell you zikr al-kalbi, and then I will tell you one zikr in which you can use both the tongue and the heart and what that means. So, zikr al-kalbi, doing zikr from your heart. There are two ways. One is to make zikr of Allah Taala's name, ism jalala, ism mufrad, Allah, Allah. And second is to have some feeling, or some thought, or some reflection on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, based on some verse in Quran al-Kareem, or based on some of Allah ta'ala's names from the Asma al-Husna. So there's a very long, large range of different ways to remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the way to make zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, okay, and then the second thing, is that both of these zikrs of the heart can be done in a dedicated way. Dedicated means that you sit down, you focus on your heart, and you remember Allah Ta'ala and you try to disconnect from everything. And the second way to do zikr of the heart is while you are walking around, while you're busy, you're sitting with people. Like it comes in a day, Sayyidina Rasulullah Sallallahu said that that person who is sitting amongst people, maybe in a store, maybe in their own family gathering, but in people who those other people, their hearts are ghafil, their hearts are empty of the zikr of Allah Ta'ala. And that person in that gathering, they make their heart remember Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala sends a special mercy on them. Hmm? It's mafum of hadith. Alright, so that's another way to remember. So one way means to remember Allah Ta'ala in your heart only while doing nothing else. And second way is to remember Allah Ta'ala in your heart also while doing something else. So then there will be four things. Zikr of Allah's name, Allah Allah. Zikr of some meaning of Quran, some feeling for Allah, some name of Allah. And doing either one of those things only, dedicated, sitting down with focus. Or doing either of those thing, two things also, while doing something else, while walking around, while sitting in a gathering. Got it? Okay. Some mashaykh, they use Arabic terms then to label these things. So that zikr of the heart that you do also, along with other things, they call that wakuf kalbi Wakuf al-Kalbi. Wakuf comes from waqf to pause. What does it mean? That the rest of me is in movement, is in haraka, is in action. My mind is busy thinking. Maybe I'm talking, I'm interacting, I'm meeting, I'm sitting, I'm working, I'm driving. But my kalb, my heart is on pause. My heart is stuck on the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
The rest of me is dynamic. My kalb is static. My kalb is fixed on the zikr of Allah Ta'ala. And why is it also waqf? Because nothing can move it. It's permanently fixated on the zikr of Allah Ta'ala. So that even if me, I walk around, my heart's still remembering Allah Ta'ala. Even if I'm working, heart's still remembering Allah Ta'ala. So this was the concept of wukuf. Wukuf. Hmm? So that was the word wukuf. Wukuf kalbi used for the way to remember Allah Ta'ala in your heart also while doing other things. And then the word that was used to remember Allah Ta'ala only, not doing anything else, leaving everything, focusing, sitting, concentrating deeply, diving in the zikr of Allah Ta'ala in your heart, that was called muraqaba, muraqaba. So this came from Quran al-Kareem, Allah Ta'ala said, inna laha kana alaykum raqiba, that indeed Allah Ta'ala is raqib, He is keeping close vigil on you. Muraqaba in Arabic is from mufa'ala, it means janabain, means two ways. So it means Allah Ta'ala, if you are raqib, closely focused on me, I will also become raqib of you, I will become closely focused on you. So that became called muraqaba, muraqaba. So the, now the way to practice it. So if you want to make zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's name in the form of muraqaba, then you will sit down, you will better, not required, not shart, but better if you have wudu, better if you face the qibla, face towards Kaaba, and you will try to forget everything in the world, and you will make niyyah that your kalb, your spiritual heart, is making zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's name. You will just make niyyah that my kalb, my heart, is making zikr Allah, Allah, Allah. And you will just keep making that niyyah, keep making that niyyah. It will take you time, it's not going to work the first day. It will take you a few days, few weeks to get the hang of it. Hmm? You will keep having to make intention, keep making intention, keep making intention. Then your mind will wander. Again, you have to renew the intention and again renew the intention. But if you practice it for a few days, few weeks regularly, you will slowly get the idea. Or as our Bangladeshi friends love to say, slowly, slowly. Huh? Huh? Slowly, slowly. Allah Akbar. You will slowly, slowly get the feel. Of making zikr of Allah SWT. You will get the feel of making the zikr of Allah SWT's name. But if you try it once and you don't feel it and you leave it, nothing will happen. How much you should do? So, one good round figure is 1000 times if you want to keep count. But you may not start with thousand times. You might start with hundred times and build it up to two hundred, three hundred. Gradually keep doing it, keep doing it. So obviously this requires a lot of self-discipline. This requires a lot of motivation. <coughs> this requires a lot of himma. Otherwise most people, they can't make zikr actually. They don't have the himma to make zikr. So you can tell them to make zikr, they listen, they can write it in their notes, but they can't do it. It takes a lot of himma to make the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when we are stuck and drowning and caught up in ghafla. If you want to do it in terms of time instead of in terms of number, so 1,000 times is roughly about 20 minutes. But again, you may not be able to sit for 20 minutes the first few days or the first few weeks. Maybe you'll sit for 3 minutes, 5 minutes, 7 minutes, 10 minutes, but at least you have a goal. You have a target that you're trying to work towards. Okay, if, if mashallah, any one of you has the himmat strength and you do it regularly and you reach the target, it doesn't mean you've achieved anything. That's just the beginning. It's just the beginning. Then you have to keep doing it for 20 minutes and keep doing it 1,000 times for months and months and years. Alright? 
And if you reach that and you want to add to it, then you can do it twice a day. Twice a day. Morning, evening, a.m., p.m., 20 minutes, 20 minutes. And if you reach that, then you can contact me and I'll tell you what to do next. Yeah? <laughs> I have no plan of hearing from any of you. <laughs> but if you manage, Alhamdulillah, you can contact me and I'll tell you what to do next. Hmm? Right, Shakil? Right. That is if you want to make muraqaba of zikr of ism jalala, Allah, Allah. If you want to make wukufa kalbi of Allah, Allah. Okay? That's very simple. Whenever you're walking, driving, talking, teaching, meeting, whatever, you make niya along with that, that my heart is making zikr of Allah's name. Me, I'm talking, I'm driving, I'm meeting. My heart is making zikr of Allah's name. Just make niya. Same thing. Just niyat. How many times will you do it? You may do that thousand times a day. The niyat. You can keep making niyat all the time. One way we used to teach students, and we can still teach like that, is that you can make niyat before any activity. Anytime you start new activity, along with that activity, you make niyat that my heart is making zikr of Allah's name. So I'm going to class, I make niyat that all the time in class, my heart is making zikr of Allah's name. I'm going to drive car and make niyat all the time I'm driving my heart is making zikr of Allah's name. Okay? Alright. Second way was we told you not zikr of Allah's name but to reflect on some verse of Quran al-Kareem. Some feeling for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So again, if you want to do that in muraqabah form. So there is a formal training for this. There is a formal training. But you can also do it informally. Informally. So there are few ay- ayahs that the mashayikh they used to reflect upon, ponder upon. Tafakkur, they used to call it fikr and tafakkur. means they used to ponder and reflect. So you'll already see, I've been telling you a few of them in bayan. So one is called, huwa ma'akum ayna ma'kuntum. So you just reflect on the meaning of that ayah and the feeling that Allah Ta'ala is with you, Allah Ta'ala's companionship is with you. Another ayah the Messiah used to use, yuhibbuhum wa yuhibbunahu. That He, Allah, loves them, you need true believers, and they love Him. So they used to call this the Muraqaba of Muhammad. So Hazrat Shah Fazlur Rahman Ganjmurah, the Badilam Tanai, who was the Dada Sheikh of Hazrat he used to especially make this Muraqaba, a Muraqaba of Muhammad. Hmm? Then there was, I'm calling it Muraqaba of Muhammad. Ijad Karan, Ijad. Another ayah in Quran al-Kareem Nahnu aqrabu ilayh Min habl al-wareed Allah said I'm more kareeb to you Than your own self Is what it means Okay So in an informal way If you feel this will help you remember Allah Ta'ala No problem You can make muraqaba and reflect on this It's just pondering on the Verses of Allah Ta'ala And the meanings of Quran al-Kareem And if you want to do that Walking around The other way no problem, you can do that. When you're walking around, you're in the mall, you have to do grocery shopping, what is it, your azda. So you can just make niyat. Allah is with me. Because it's true. <laughs> but you have to be aware of that. <laughs> so this is called shu'ur, shu'ur. Hosh on a hosh, Shu'ur. So what Mashaik in Persian, they used to say, hosh dardam, that a person should be aware every moment, every second. They should be in hosh and shu'ur, awareness, consciousness of the reality 
that Allah Ta'ala is with them wherever they are. Who amakum in amakum They should be aware on the time of the reality of Nahnu Aqrabu Ilaik that Allah Ta'ala is clear to us. Hmm? But you have to make yourself aware. You have to make yourself conscious. You have to remind yourself to remember and then you will remember. That's called Zikr of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. That's called Zikr of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. So this is a bit different than just reciting a sentence or making a sentence hundred times. This is a different kind of Zikr. I think now you can see the difference. Alright? So this is the second type of Zikr. So I've explained all four to you. Two ways of doing Muraqabah Two ways of remembering Allah in your heart in such a way that you do that only and you're focused. First is to make niyat that your kalb is making zikr of Allah's name, Allah, Allah. And second way is to reflect and ponder over some verse of Qur'an al-Karim. And then the second was two ways to remember Allah in your heart while walking around, while doing your daily tasks. First was the same and every task you make niyat that my kalb is making zikr of Allah's name. And second was, you try to remain or make yourself, not remain, make yourself aware and conscious of these realities of Allah Ta'ala's relationship and connection and ta'luk and nisbat and ma'iyat and qurb and akrabiyat with you as Allah Ta'ala Himself has revealed it in Qur'an al-Karim. Okay. Then comes now making zikr of the tongue and heart both. Making zikr in the tongue and heart both. So the first meaning of this is actually that any zikr that you do with your tongue, your heart should be present. So go back to those asghar. First was tahliya la ilaha illallah. So making zikr of tongue and heart both means that when you're saying any zikr of la ilaha illallah or la ilaha illallah wahtuhu la sharika la all the things we explained to you yesterday, your heart should be in it. It should be heartfelt. means you should be feeling what you're saying. So to feeling, to do that, to make sure you're feeling what you're saying, you must know and be aware of the meaning of what you're saying. Or sometimes it can just be a basic feeling of Tawheed. It's hard to maybe explain this to you, but there, that is itself a feeling. The feeling that comes in a person's heart when they're expressing, doing bayan of the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is a feeling. That you are doing, you're expressing the wahdaniyyah, the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But even if you just have that feeling in your heart, so it's not always just the translation. Does it mean when you're doing zikr, la ilaha illallah, your heart has to be feeling there's no God but Allah, no God but Allah, that you are then thinking the translation. You can do that. That can help also. But it can also just be a general feeling of tawheed. Similarly, so when you say subhanallah wa bihamdi subhanallah al it will begin with you understanding the translation, remembering the translation, being aware of the meaning. But then it can also just be the general feeling of tasbih, the general feeling in your heart of glorification of Allah Ta'ala, the general feeling in your heart that a person feels when they're magnifying Allah Subhanahu Ta'ala, doing beyond of the magnificence of Allah Subhanahu Ta'ala. That's another way you can explain in Subhanahu English. It's to express the magnificence of Allah Subhanahu Ta'ala, express the glorification of Allah Subhanahu Ta'ala. So this has to bring the heart in it. When you're reciting salawat and Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, yes, the beginning would be understand the translation and meaning what you're saying. But deeper is just that feeling of love for the Sayyidina Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa That feeling from your heart that you want Allah Ta'ala to drown Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in all of Allah Ta'ala's mercies and blessings and every and any salawat and salam and barakat. You want everything to go on Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Just that feeling from your heart. That's the 
called doing zikr with tongue and heart. When you make istighfar, for we just wanted to know the translation of the sentence. So if you're saying astaghfirullah lazim la ilaha illahu al-hayyu qayyum wa tubu so I seek the forgiveness of Allah, al-azim, the magnificent, mighty Allah, alladhi la ilaha illahu, that being that there is no God except for Him and Him alone, al-hayyu qayyum, the ever-living, the self-subsistent, wa tubu ilayh, and I turn in repentance to Him. So yes, in the beginning, that is how you will get your heart into it. But then there's another feeling in istighfar, which is beyond just the sentence. It's what's underlying the sentence. Just that feeling of tawbah, that feeling of repentance, that feeling of begging Allah Ta'ala for forgiveness, that feeling of want and need, like you are holding a cup and asking Allah Ta'ala to shower His mercy on you, that you feel you are filthy, and you're asking Allah Ta'ala to drench you in His nur and purify you, do your tazkiyah and purify you of sin. It's a general feeling. But that's a feeling from the heart. But that feeling from the heart should be there when you're making that zikr of istighfar with your tongue. Hmm? Now you understand? Tongue and heart, tongue and heart, tongue and heart. And then the other one with the du'as. So same thing. Depends on the du'a. Depends a bit on the type of du'a. What's the du'a? So obviously first it will begin with the translation of the meaning of the du'a. And you being aware of the meaning while you are speaking the wording of the du'a. But sometimes some du'as have a general feeling in them also. The general feeling of du'a itself. In fact, a general feeling of Making dua to Allah Ta'ala, supplication, prayer to Allah Ta'ala, munajat, intimate discourses and pleading to Allah Ta'ala. Even that can be a general thing. That's why some people, when they would make dua, then they would just say, Ya Rabbi. They wouldn't even say anything. <laughs> but they're making dua. <laughs> they say, what do you mean they're making What are they asking? They are making dua. But it's something in their heart now. They're not expressing exactly what they want. They would just say, Ya Rabbi. Hmm? They have the feeling of dua. And then obviously, what we mentioned about recitation of Qur'an. So if you know the meaning of the translations of Qur'an, then your recitation will be of tongue and heart both. And same thing over there. There are some more general feelings. For example, if you recite verse in Qur'an al-Karim about Jahannam, so okay, one is to know the translation of the meaning about Jahannam, but one is just the general feeling of fear, the general feeling of aversion, the general feeling of wanting to be saved, salvation, deliverance from Jannah. That's just a general feeling you should have when you recite or even hear for that matter the ayat in Jannah. So this would be joining tongue and heart when it comes to zikr of the tongue. When it comes to zikr of the heart that I told you. Zikr of the heart that I told you. So in that form which was muraqaba, where you were just focusing, there that's the one zikr where actually heart alone is better than both. Only in that focused Muraqabah. Because at that time you are focusing your heart so much on the feeling that you are bypassing the tongue. And if you start using your tongue, it may even reduce your feeling. Alright? But, however, this comes later. This is true for that person who does Muraqabah correctly. <laughs> this is true for that person who is skilled in Muraqabah. But for a person who is a beginner, it may help you actually, as a beginner, to make zikr with your tongue a little bit. So what does this mean? So you're sitting there, you're making niyat that your kalb is making zikr of Allah's name. But let's say you can't do it, or your mind wanders. So few times you can think you jumpstart your heart. Few times, not the whole time, not all of the 1,000 times, let's say. Maybe three, five, seven times you say, 
Allah, Allah, Allah. In a whisper, I'm saying it loud so you can hear, but you would say it in a whisper to yourself. The niyat you make in that, it's called zarb. The mashaik, they call this zarb. Zarb, what is literally zarb? Zarb can mean many things, literally actually. Zarb can also literally mean beat. So zarb is I'm casting the zikr of Allah's name in my heart. So first I was making niyat that my heart is saying Allah, Allah. It's not saying it. Hmm? My mind is wandering. I'm falling asleep. I'm taking random thoughts. I'm taking worldly thoughts. Just what happens to me in Salah, right? It happens to people when they make ibadah, right? So to pierce that, ghafla, to break that mind wandering, to say to your heart, it's almost like you cast it from your tongue into your own heart. This was called zarb. There were some Messiah who used to practice zikr bil jahr. Jahri zikr means to make zikr really out loud. So we don't ourselves have never learnt that, nor do I ever teach that. But I've witnessed that. <laughs> ah, Jeev. <laughs> Allah. And then imagine if all of you did that and I made istimai zikr. Hmm? Then I think the committee would never have me over again. Huh? Let's say I did that for you for five minutes. Allah Akbar. But we know when the people do it, you feel like the whole... It's a jeev thing. Hmm? So, but that was just done to help people break. It was never meant to become a whole dedicated super path of zikr. It was never meant to be asl. It was a means. You know, like you shake somebody awake. That's what zarb is. That's the best way for you to think. When you do zarb on your kalb, you're just trying to stimulate your kalb. You're trying to jumpstart your kalb. You're trying to shake your kalb awake. Itself is not a method of zikr. You understand? So, what you can do is few times only. Nothing out loud, whisper. Whisper. That only you can hear yourself. Hmm? If you want to jumpstart your kalb in the beginning, you can say, few times, three times, four times, five times. But then go back to the heart only. Alright? Okay? That's the only way you will really join tongue and heart in that type of maraqabah. Second was the maraqabah where you were doing a different ayat. So yes, few times if you want in the beginning, you can recite that ayah. So if you were doing maraqabah on the mayat of Allah subhanahu ta'ala, you can recite, Huwa maakum eina maakuntum. Right? And then just focus on it. And then again, if your mind wanders, you can recite it once. So it's actually zikr of the tongue, but sometimes you use the tongue to wake up the heart. Hmm? You understand? All right. The other zikr of the heart was not the muraqaba, but was the bukhufa kalbi, which you were doing walking around. Right? In that case, when you make niya, okay, I'm driving. I gave you an example. I'm driving huh, from London to Blackburn. Okay. I'm driving, yes, rather to Blackburn. Hmm? So I make niyat that my kalb is making zikr of Allah's name all the way. Okay, but you've got four hours. <laughs> okay, you made that niyat, mashallah, alhamdulillah, good. <laughs> now, you can also make zikr of your tongue also. <laughs> so maybe you make la ilaha illallah half the way, you make Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad half the way, you make zikr of subhanallah half the way. Maybe sometimes you stop all of that and you just enjoy feeling that your heart is remembering Allah. You can also do that. So here again, you alternate between heart and heart plus tongue. You alternate. And what is the purpose here again of using the tongue? Is to keep the zikr going. Maybe to start the zikr, stimulate the zikr, revive the zikr, keep the zikr going. 
Because the object of all, objective of all of these adhkar, all of the ones of tongue, is actually the feeling of remembrance. So you're using these different ways of remembering Allah Ta'ala so that you achieve the state of zikr, the state of remembrance of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. So this is now we covered for you zikr of the tongue and zikr of the heart and zikr of both. Right? Now I will tell you one more method of zikr. So on the, you will, I will talk about him after Zohar inshallah. So famous Shaykh, all of you would have, probably almost all of you, if not all of you have heard the name, Shaykh Ashraf Ali Thanviri Mulatala. Shaykh Ashraf Ali Thanviri Mulatala. Now Shaykh Ashraf Ali Thanviri I'll show you tomorrow, he also explored quite a lot of different things in Tasawwuf. Quite a lot of explorations in Tasawwuf. And one of his last books, not the very last one, the very last one is called Bawadur Nawadur, one of the more, almost like you could say third to last or fourth to last, towards the end of his life, was a book called Qastus Sabil. Qast is, is, Sabil means the path, path of zikr, path of purification, path of coming closer to Allah. Qast means, is a strong word for niyat in Arabic. So one is niyat intention, and Qast means firm resolve. Firm resolve who undertakes to travel the path, Qastus Sabil. So in that he taught a particular type of zikr, which he wrote that he felt that his whole life experience, so I will show you that part of that life experience tomorrow, and his different explorations. So he said that the end of that whole life experience was that he wanted to teach people the following zikr. That zikr was known at that time as Bara Tasbih. In Persian, also Urdu, it means 12 Tasbih. 12 tasbih. So actually in reality it's 12 plus 1 bonus. It's 12 plus 1 bonus. You know bonus, right? 12 plus 1 bonus. So you get the practice. It doesn't get one free. Bonus. So actually then, how many tasbih? 13. Which you will call it? In Urdu, bara. <laughs> okay. Okay. What is the 12 tasbih? The twelve tasbih is two hundred times La ilaha illallah. Two hundred times La ilaha illallah. Four hundred times illallah. Four hundred times illallah. And then six hundred times Allahu Allah. Allahu Allah counts as one time. Allahu Allah. Allahu Allah. Allahu Allah. Allahu Allah. Allahu Allah. Got it? Six hundred times. 600 times. I did a few five times. Allahu Allah. Allahu Allah. Allahu Allah. Allahu Allah. Allahu Allah. 600 times. So that's total of what? 200 times La ilaha illallah. 400 times illallah. 600 times Allahu Allah. Total we got how many? 1200. And the bonus. Bonus is right back at the asal. 100 times Allah Allah. Allah Allah. Allah Allah. Allah. Ism Mufrad. And he's saying Ism Jalala once, hundred times. Got it? That became total of thirteen. Then, our Shaykh Hazrat he made it into half. This in Arabic is called Tansif. Half. So from twelve, bonus day, bonus day is bonus. Bonus is hundred. Bonus score is bonus. But the twelve hundred becomes half, six hundred. 1200 becomes half 600. So what would that be then? 100 times La ilaha illallah. 
200 times illallah and 300 times Allahu Allah, Allahu Allah, Allahu Allah. Alright? Okay. So this is what you can do if you want. Do the half one 600 times. And just like I told you in the Muraqaba, do 20 minutes. If you want to do more, do it a second time, 20 minutes. Just like that, if you want, you do this half 600 times. And later in the day, if you have time, you want to do more, you can do it a second time. Alright? Now I'm going to show you the way to do this zikr, which combines tongue and heart. And then that's all my instruction for you on zikr for this program. Alright? The way to do the zikr with the feeling. So, La ilaha illallah. So, the Mashaikh, they open this up that has many meanings. La marhub illallah. There's nothing I desire except for Allah. La marhubi illallah. Nothing I desire except for Allah. La matlubi. Nothing I seek illallah except for Allah. La mahbubi. Nothing I love except for Allah. Then, there's so many Mashaikh mentioned different ways to feel La ilaha illallah. Some said La mashhud illallah. There is nothing that I can witness or perceive except for Allah. What does that mean? During the zikr. Otherwise, outside zikr, you perceive one another, you perceive many things in this world. But inside, during zikr, you want to reach such a state in which you only have shu'ur, hosh, awareness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that the only thing you perceive is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. La mashhudi illallah. Then even finally they took it to this level. La mawjood illallah. Nothing exists except for Allah. Now technically that's not true. Mean you exist. Many things exist. All of Allah ta'ala's creation exists. It doesn't exist independently. It exists because Allah ta'ala created it. But what it meant was that inside during the zikr. I want to be so aware of Allah Ta'ala, only aware of Allah Ta'ala, exclusively aware of Allah Ta'ala, such that I forget everything else other than Allah Ta'ala, so much so that for me, everything else other than Allah becomes as if it's non-existent. So the way they express this is, La mawjood illallah. Okay? It's not an aqidah, it's not a statement, <laughs> it's not a reality. It is just a way they conceive the zikr of la ilaha illallah. Just to show how much they wanted to feel during the zikr. Not for outside the zikr. Only for inside the zikr. Is it clear? Alright. But you don't say these things with the tongue. That's why I said the tongue and heart. You don't say any of these words. These are the words you think or you feel when you're saying la ilaha illallah. So the tongue is only going to be saying la ilaha illallah. How many times? Hundred times. Hundred times in the half of Bharatasbih. But while the tongue is saying La ilaha illallah, the heart can have so many of these feelings. La marhubi illallah, la matubi illallah, la mahbubi illallah, la mashood, la majood. Actually, before la mashood, there's another one. La maksood. There is no purpose I have. No purpose to me, no purpose to my life, no objective, no goal except for Allah. Alright, so there's a lot of feelings I give you now. To have in a heart while making zikr of the tongue with zikr, la ilaha illallah. Okay, second zikr was what? Illallah, 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 illallah. So this they used for the zarb. Zarb, again to cast the zikr of Allah's name into your heart. So some people, they used to do a lot of movement. They used to go like this. 
You don't have to do any movement, right? If some slight movement comes on its own naturally, that's okay. But to use movement, although other may think it's okay, but we didn't learn and we don't teach that. Alright? So what you're doing is you're imagining that when you say, Illallah, what are you saying? You're saying to your heart, there's nothing except for Allah. Illallah means except for Allah. Except for Allah. Other than Allah. Only Allah. That's the feeling you have. Except for Allah. Other than Allah. Only Allah. Illallah. Illallah. And so you will make niyat that you're saying it and you're landing. Like the plane lands, right? So that when you make this small sentence, Illallah, when you say Allah, Ism Jalala, you land on your kalb. The sentence lands on your kalb. You're speaking it on your kalb. You're casting on it on your kalb. That's called zarb. You understand? Illallah, 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 illallah. It's like you're feeling, you're trying to pump your heart with the zikr of Allah's name. Illallah, only Allah. And through that you're flushing everything else out. Hmm? That's the closest example I can give you. Okay? But tongue is just saying illallah. You're not saying any of this stuff with your tongue. This is the meaning, the feeling, this is what is going on in the heart when you're making zikr of illallah. So, la ilaha illallah. Then, illallah. Third was what? Allahu Allah. Allahu Allah. Allahu Allah. Okay. So, after saying illallah, pumping, right? And it also means taking everything else out. Because except for Allah means everything other than Allah out. Hmm? Got it? Everything other than Allah means remembrance of Allah, Allah Ta'ala Himself. And everything other than the remembrance of Allah's name out from my heart. Only remembrance of Allah. Only remembrance of Allah. Everything else out. Got it? You're saying my hands? Illallah. Illallah. Okay. Then Allahu Allah. What is Allahu Allah? Allahu Allah is the first time you say Ism Jalala, you're casting it in your kalb. And now the second time it's coming out from your heart. So Allahu Allah. Allahu Allah. So I'm casting it in after doing illallah, after taking everything other than Allah out, only Allah, zikr of Allah in, then again I'm making my heart, casting one more time Allah, and finally it's saying Allah. So after la ilaha illallah, after illallah, after the first ism jalala, zikr of ism jalala, Allah, then who Allah? Allahu Allah, Allahu Allah, Allahu Allah, Allahu Allah. You understand? Hmm? And then, now that you've done that, then you get the bonus. What is bonus is now your heart actually can just say zikr of Allah's name. So, a hundred times, Allah, 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 hundred times. That's zikr of Baratasti. Zikr which you can combine use of the tongue and the heart. That's more than enough now. A lot for you to do. Hmm? Uh, we start, sometimes we tell our friends that I've given you enough homework for a couple of years. Huh? They've given all lessons and come back a couple of years. It's enough homework. Even it's good enough for your whole life actually. It's all, not even necessary always to go to the next step or the next level or the next lesson. This is actually enough for a lifetime. It's enough for a whole life you can do this. No problem. Hmm? It's enough for a whole lifetime. In fact, it would be a great blessing from Allah Ta'ala to actually have a lifetime in which one regularly makes these different adhkar. So now you got, I think, a good understanding of what zikr is, what the path of zikr is, how the mashaykh explained the zikr, why they sequenced the zikr in the way they did, and why there's benefit in learning these things. 
because it, it, it motivates us, it inspires us, makes us realize it has value. Because after that training, what's the purpose? The training means that the heart can now remember Allah. It's training. So once the heart is trained, remember Imam Rabban told yesterday, do the training. Once you have the training, heart can remember, then do Tilawat your Quran and see what happens to you. See what happens to you. So I read Quran, I fell asleep here, I read Quran, nothing happens to me. Do the training first. <laughs> do the training and then see what happens. Do the training and then stand in Nafil Salah and see what happens. More questions, Nabiya? No. So the zikr of the tongue, the zikr of the heart, we showed for all the zikr of the tongues, the feelings you should have in the heart. We showed for all the zikrs of the heart the way you can use the tongue to help revive the heart. And then finally we showed you a zikr which was both of the tongue and heart. Now you practice. You make mashak is called mashak. You know mashak? Mashak means to, you know, like they tell the kid the kid he can't pronounce, so the kaisa doesn't go do mushak in the corner. What? Qaf, kaf, kaf, qaf. So he can tell the difference between kaf and qaf. Hmm? Go. Well, the kid doesn't know it. Nobody's taught him. He just says, just go do it. Sit in the corner. Just do it for half an hour. Half an hour. Kaf, qaf, kaf, qaf, and come back. Hmm? <laughs> you make zikr of the tongue and zikr of your heart. And you make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And now you practice this in Ramadan. And you try to continue after Ramadan. And remember, if you can't do a lot, do a little. You can do anything I said 100 times. You can do it 10 times, 50 times, 70 times. Whatever it is. But try to do a little bit of these things. Hmm? You can't do all of them. Do some of them. Maybe today you do istighfar. Tomorrow you do salawat. If you can't do everything every day, do something. Some days do it over three days. Do it over seven days. Whatever you can do, make a plan for yourself. This is too much for you to do a day. How much you need? I need 10 days to do all this stuff, which you said daily. I can do it over 10 days. And do it in 10 days. No problem. Do it in 10 days. Do it though. Do it. Jadakumana khair. Wa akhirat da'wana. Wa alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin.